BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Dream Bigger Podcast. I'm your host, Sif, and I'm the founder of Icing and Glitter, which is a blog, an Instagram page, and a YouTube channel. All right, guys, so you've read the episode name, so there's no point trying to contain my excitement over today's guest, the one and only Dr. Dennis Gross. But before we dive into the episode, I wanted to remind you to please subscribe to and review the podcast if you enjoy it. Reviews are what indicate to Apple that this podcast provides value to your life and that it deserves visibility, so I really, really appreciate it. Anyway, let's get into today's show, shall we? If you guys follow me on Instagram, you've probably caught my posts about Dr. Dennis Gross's product line. I've talked about his peel pads, his C plus collagen serum, and basically every product of his that I've ever used. He's like my skincare god, so you can imagine how hard I fangirled while interviewing him for today's show. Dr. Dennis Gross is one of the world's leading skincare experts. He's a board certified dermatologist and surgeon and the founder of his eponymous skincare line. He's very much grounded in science, having been a cancer researcher before starting his practice. He's been featured on Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, Elle, and is also a regular on shows like Dr. Oz and The Today Show. Basically, he's like the LeBron James of skincare. Guys, we get into all things skincare today, like everything. Think Botox, acne, dark circles, and wrinkle prevention, and so much more. So with that, let's welcome Dr. Dennis Gross. So, Dr. Dennis, to start, tell me about your background. How did you get here? Well, let's see how I got here. I was uh, I was born and raised in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, still live here. Went to school here. Um, and my career actually started out as a skin cancer researcher. Uh-huh. Um, I just loved science as a kid. I was one of those science geeks. You know, it just happened to come naturally to me. And it was just like what I love. I used to read scientific magazines. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Like comic books and scientific magazines are my thing true and so yeah I just started I found an interest in skin cancer research and it was just by stroke of luck that it happened to be in skin Mm -hmm. and I was really interested in cancer research and immunology and it started out just as luck would have it just as a skin cancer researcher I learned like what makes skin cells diseased I also learned what makes skin cells healthy happy growing Mm -hmm. um, which translates into like dermatology like Mm -hmm. still to this day knowing how to make the skin look beautiful and how to keep it in balance and I decided not to become a cancer specialist, and mm-hmm. I actually started focusing on um, dermatologists, skin cancer specialists, taking moles off people before they became cancers and spread to other organs and 
you know, was fatal. Mm -hmm. So, and then because of my science background, I started developing products. So that's how the two things started. You know, my interest in science led to being a clinical dermatologist and into a formulator of skincare products. So what is the philosophy behind the brand? Because mm -hmm. like obviously you can, as like a consumer of the, the line, like yeah. I can tell that it's so grounded in science right. because I like truly see the difference when I use your product. Right. So there's much, there's, there's more than one thing, but yeah. I'd say the top few things, number one is I just, this keeping the skin in balance, right? Mm -hmm. It's never going to work to, for us to give a product to a person for complexion issues or for anti-aging or for dark spots or for redness if it throws their skin off balance, if it makes yeah. them dry, if it makes them irritated, if it makes them dull. You always have to sort of find the chemistry with, it, with the ingredients in that bottle made for all skin types. Mm -hmm. And that's the really important thing, that there are different skin types. People are born with it, runs in families. It's definitely ethnic. Mm -hmm. And there's no denying that that's key. So how you formulate for, for those different types of people is part of one of the most important messages that I say our company always has. Um, I'm also a big believer in the concept of multiple ingredients. Mm -hmm. You know, nature and science have provided us with a bunch of ingredients, and there's no such thing as one single magic bullet, mm -hmm. right? If there was, then we'd all just use that one cream with that one ingredient, say goodbye, and be done. Of course, yeah. But um, multiple ingredients, multiple um, benefits combined. Um, there's this thing called synergy, where one plus one equals three. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm a big believer in... Teaching and creating a skincare line that uses the most important ingredients that are bona fide, proven to work on the skin. Mm -hmm. And so those are the pillar ingredients in the line. And my goal is for people to, in a very simple way, get multiple ingredients, including the key ones that mm -hmm. really help their skin look healthy and beautiful and keeps their skin look younger and, and clearer. So that, I guess, leads me into my next question, which is what are those mm -hmm. skincare non-negotiables, like those okay. here ingredients? Non-negotiables, right. Um, I love alpha and beta hydroxy acids, okay? Your okay. peel pads. Got the peel pads. Um, and there's an example, alpha and beta, not mm -hmm. just alpha, not just beta, and not just one alpha, multiple mm -hmm. acids is the key to getting the incredible radiance and exfoliation and collagen stimulation, pore reduction, clarity with the idea that it keeps the skin in balance. Right. Okay? That's, there's a science there. That's, that's the alpha-beta peel. Mm -hmm. Love vitamin C. Yeah. Okay? I think vitamin C is a non-negotiable because it is nature at her most brilliant point mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. it's an ingredient that actually helps create more collagen, right? The, 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 the pillar of, of younger, firm skin. It protects your, your collagen, includes an antioxidant, and it works on pigmentation, dark spots. Mm -hmm. I also, I love retinol. Yeah. I love, I also love hyaluronic acid. What does retinol do for someone who doesn't know? Retinol. Retinol is, the, is it comes from vitamin A, mm -hmm. right? But there's a little science to vitamin A that converts it to something called retinol. Mm -hmm. I call retinol the master of surface imperfections. So it is the greatest way to smooth the skin, to make the skin soft, to help pores get smaller, to give the skin more radiance, mm -hmm. to feed it vitamin A, which is a great ingredient for the skin. Um, and it's just it just works on the surface. Mm -hmm. It also helps discoloration. So there's some overlap, for example, both vitamin C and retinol work on, on discoloration. Um, but 
they do it in different ways. And some might be better for one person may be better with retinol and some pretty might be better with, with vitamin C. Right. Um, and hyaluronic acid, okay. the last, the last great ingredient, right? That is the ingredient that is actually the sister to collagen. It mm-hmm. plumps the skin. It hydrates the skin internally. It, it you, everyone knows you got to drink water to keep the skin course, hydrated, yeah. but hyaluronic acid holds the water in the skin. So drinking all the water you want isn't worth anything enough, yeah. if you don't use hyaluronic acid, mm-hmm. right? It's the ultimate oil-free moisturizing ingredient. Amazing. So Talk to me about collagen. Mm. Why is it so important? Right. So if I had to just say one thing about collagen, collagen is the protein in skin. It is a substance in skin that is the building block. It's what skin, it gives skin its firmness. It gives skin its structure. They're like cables. They're like columns in the skin that make the skin stand upright, that gives the skin thickness and firmness and resiliency. Mm-hmm. And it's what we lose that causes fine lines, causes wrinkles, causes laxity and sagging. Mm-hmm. And that is the number one thing that you need to work on in order for your skin to look young and great. Now, the biggest myth, though, is you cannot eat collagen, which is a huge movement now. Really? 100%. Sonic. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Okay. So, and I, I mean, that's that's important, right? Collagen is this giant molecule, yeah. right? made up of like lots, dozens of little tiny building blocks, right? right. And it's, but it's that giant molecule that's in your skin that makes it do all those things, like gives it support and structure and firmness and prevents and treats mm-hmm. fine lines, right? Mm-hmm. But if you put that giant molecule in, in something that you now eat and you put it into your stomach, the pH in your stomach is highly acidic, right? That's why you get heartburn. It destroys the substance and breaks it down into those dozens of little building blocks. But those little building blocks are not collagen. So your skin never gets that giant molecule that's in that thing you eat because it has to go through your digestive system, that, which digests it, breaks it down. So you can't eat collagen and get the benefits. What you need to do is you need to use apply ingredients that increases your skin's own production of collagen that stimulates the cells in the skin that make collagen to make even more. That's how it works. So this whole fad, yeah. of, if you really look into it, yeah. you know, there's no such thing as eating collagen. Right? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. People are going to love hearing that because like, I know that there's just so much around mm-hmm. collagen and like, definitely, you know, like I have it too, yeah. but oh, it's really? so, it's so interesting that you say that yeah. because like, you know, if, yeah. if the research is like more limited or if it doesn't do what it's needed to for the skin, Absolutely. like that's, no, no. you get, you probably build more collagen that by eating a piece of fish, you know, really? or having like, so, or a source of protein. Sure. Because that is those those are the raw sources of the building blocks that your skin then assembles into collagen. So interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. <laughs> right. Big point. Yeah. Oh my That's gosh. Wow. Yeah. yeah, totally. So um, I wanted to touch on acne mm-hmm. because I know that it's a big problem with people. Why does it happen? What can people do to prevent it? Yeah, like damage control if they right. have it, all that kind of stuff. Well, you know, I'm a dermatologist in New York City and I see a lot of acne. Totally, okay? yeah, of course. So like everything else, what I try to do is I try to like to, to teach like the most important things about acne, I think it's important to understand there's different types of acne. Okay. okay. So 
so many people have like T-zone acne, like you'll mm-hmm. see acne across the forehead, down the nose to the chin. And that's usually caused, that's people have like too much oil production yeah. or their own oil that your skin makes is too heavy for its own good. And instead mm. of flowing like a liquid, mm. it gets stuck, blocks the pores and you get breakouts. Okay. So if you if that happens specifically in that T zone, uh-huh. that's one type of acne. Okay. Then there's this thing called hormonal acne. Yeah. Right. Which is what so many women deal women with. Women have that as a huge problem. But the key thing, and this is um, you can look it up on my website. Yeah. You know, um, just uh, Google it. Um, you can I categorize this, and you can actually see hormonal acne specifically occurs along the jawline and chin. Right. Right. The reason for that is because those areas of the skin have receptors. For hormones, mm. right? Men have receptors for those hormones in their body, and they grow hair uh-huh. as a result of uh-huh. that response. Yeah. Women with certain hormonal issues, they will get acne that distribution. Okay. Now, what's interesting is is that it, it doesn't matter whether it's a hormonal problem or T zone. It's always going to be your own oil mm. that causes breakouts. That's mm. what causes that blackhead. And the last thing is product acne, which is a term I just developed in response to what I'm seeing as an epidemic in my office of people coming in with never having had acne before. And it turns out there are, because people are using products, more products than ever. Right. And I have found that there are certain ingredients that people need to look for in products. And actually on my website, drnesgross.com, I created a list of ingredients that you can search and Uh check out and see whether or not it's possible that your own products are causing acne in that form causes acne all over the place. Right. And so if you're all of a sudden developing that kind of acne out of the blue, have an index of suspicion and go read your label. Amazing. Such a good tip because I know like, I mean, I feel like we're just overloaded with information these days and like, some people, they don't want to research. You know, you see something interesting, you want to try it, and then you never know what affects your skin negatively. You're right. You're right. And if you do have acne, another piece of advice I give people is mm-hmm. you should use oil-free products. Okay. Okay. Now, the reason for that is if, you're, if, if acne of all sorts, depending on, regardless of what type is always going to be a blockage of your own pores with your own oils, adding oil externally is going to aggravate the problem. Okay. So always use oil-free moisturizer, oil-free sunscreen, oil-free makeup. But another thing is, is that if it doesn't say oil-free, it doesn't, it, no matter whether it says, how about if it, it can have, it could say for acne-prone skin mm. and it could still have oil in it. It could even have, it could have ingredients that could actually cause breakouts in some in situations. So um, dermatology tested, won't clog pores, all those terms that you think are safe the truth is that only oil-free, clearly the state on the label, is going to be your guarantee that it won't break you out. That is sneaky. Like, then don't doesn't clog pores, like, just to specifically look out for oil-free. Right. Well, that's a really good tip. Yeah. And so, like, if someone has acne, for example, like, um, aside from using oil-free moisturizer, right. is there anything they can do, like, any ingredients they can apply to, yeah. like, deal with that? Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to decongest your pores. You want to unclog your pores. Okay. So here are some things you can think to do. Yeah. Okay. From an ingredient's point of view, that's where the alpha and beta hydroxy acids come in, right? Salicylic acid is a beta hydroxy acid. It's in my alpha beta peel pad. Mm-hmm. And that is an ingredient, especially when combined with other um, hydroxy acids, gets into the pore, unclogs it, and prevents it from getting stuck and blocked again. Okay, 
one key ingredient to look for. Retinol is another really good ingredient. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend, okay? Um, then I also love, for example, people have redness and lots of times people have marks. Even after the acne has disappeared, Yes. vitamin C is okay. a great ingredient to look for in those individuals. It firms the skin. And what's funny to bring two things together, when a person has an acne scar, like an indentation, yeah. that is actually a loss of collagen. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. because the, because what happens is long after that, that pimple is gone, yeah. that pimple that was so violent, so inflamed, so infected, destroyed normal skin. Oh and the pimple goes away, but the skin that was surrounding it... It's been eaten. Correct. Yeah. So now the same ingredients that stimulate a person's own collagen, like the alpha-beta peel or vitamin C, works on acne scars. And vitamin C helps soothe the skin. It's an antioxidant. It's great for the post-acne redness. Okay. Okay. Amazing, yeah. So, so those are the, some of the, the key things to look for. Yeah. So this is like, I mean, everyone's like acne toolkit. <laughs> yeah. It's available to people. You just yeah. have to understand what causes acne and it's how to, to talk about. Yeah. And how to like deal with it, I think, because... I think it's easy to just go get a product, but if you know specifically what ingredients are targeting it, then you can make that informed choice and like actually look for those ingredients. In my opinion, in my experience, the Alpha Peel by far is the number one I, selling product in our line yeah. in my in my career that targets active acne. I mean, I use it anytime I'm getting a breakout. Really? I, like, yeah, it, I, it really does. It really, I feel like it goes away a lot quicker. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's damage control before something bad happens. Right. You know what I mean? And what I also find is a lot of women predictably break out before their period. Mm -hmm. You can prevent it. Just start to use the product, the Alpha Peel or whatever yeah. it is, before, like five days before. The pimple you see today mm -hmm. actually started a week ago. Such a good time. Which yeah. means that what the pimple you're going to get in a week is actually starting now. So just be preventative. Preventative. My, my mantra is the best treatment for acne is to prevent it in the, prevent it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, and there's, there's a way to do that. Yeah. You just have to understand that you can prevent that blockage from getting extensive. And that's how you can break, prevent the breakout. Amazing. So also while we're on this topic, um, I wanted to discuss blind pimples mm. because I was telling you, yeah. I read, I guess that's like the more, like, I don't know the technical term for right. it, but it's basically like a pimple that hasn't really surfaced yet, but right. it's kind of, you get, it's like almost like little bumps. Right. Right. So, okay. I, I can tell you that those, those are also referred to as underground pimples okay. in my practice. <laughs> um, they're also, those are conventionally called cysts. Okay. Okay. And so the cyst is really the next step beyond a pimple. In fact, many people have cystic acne. Mm -hmm. So cysts are really where that blockage occurs so deep mm -hmm. that the pimple isn't actually, you don't really see it on the surface. It actually caught, it's actually forming inside the skin. Yeah. So blind means you just don't see the pore, you don't see the pimple, mm -hmm. you don't even see the the, 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 the surface elevation of the skin. It's just inside. Mm -hmm. it's, but here's the thing. It's the same rationale. It's the same reason for, for being. The same way to prevent it. Oh. It's a blockage. Amazing. Right? Okay. Yep. So it's like it's same, I guess, same processes. Absolutely. And now, and in, and in all fairness, sometimes... People who have those on a regular basis, mm -hmm. you have to understand that sometimes they really need to seek medical attention. Yeah, of course. Because they may need an antibiotic orally, 
you know, there are certain medications that are not over the counter mm. that um, can help, right? Because that's a little bit more of an advanced situation. Right. But no question, the same same ingredients, same treatments, same products that help regular acne help those underground blind pimples. Good to know. Okay, so if someone knows absolutely nothing about skincare, yeah. where do you recommend they start? Okay. So <laughs> if someone knows nothing, the first thing I think to do is to realize that you need to use skincare products altogether. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, I've learned from from talking to my patients that it's, it's easy to think that, you know, I can slap on makeup, mm. make my skin look pretty today, and I can just get away with it when I'm young. But yet makeup is not something that is anti-aging. No, and I feel like if you have a good canvas to begin with, like, it just kind of minimizes the makeup, like the need for makeup. Right. And when you're older, then you just don't need as much because you right. prevent it before right. you had an issue. Absolutely. So I think that you got to think about preventative care. You got to yeah. think that you need to use stuff. So person knows nothing. Yeah. Right? First thing is to say, well, you know what? I'm getting older and I know that eventually my luck's going to run out and I'm going to follow the path that I saw my mother go through and it'll happen to you. Mm -hmm. So I like to recommend an anti-aging product for the face and one for the eyes. Okay. okay. I think those are the two essentials that you need to use. Now, which of all the ingredients out there, right, if you, if you came to my, my, my product line, you would see them organized according to ingredients. Mm. And here, you know what? I just think that you need to find the one that you personally like, okay? If you feel like your issue is that you're really, your skin's really dehydrated, mm. right, then there are sophisticated moisturizers that contain antioxidants, for example, that will prevent that dry skin from also becoming fine lines and wrinkles, okay? Right. If you find that you have uneven skin tone, right? You have, your skin is um, discolored or red or you have large pores or you're starting to see little crow's feet, get to it early. That's the key. So what can you do? Like say if you see <laughs> an early onset of like crow's feet, like mm. what, what do you recommend for something like that? A, a dedicated eye cream for crow's feet. Now, here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. You can use vitamin C, okay. um, which I think is an incredible idea. You can also use um, retinol, okay. okay? And you can also start to think about other ingredients like LED. Have you heard of LED? I've heard of it, yeah, yeah but could you get into it? So LED, um, I, I don't know if it's available in Canada, but um, there, there are new technologies that are devices to use at home mm. that you can actually stimulate collagen with little devices. Is that like the little mask? That's correct. Yeah, it's okay. called Spectralite. Yeah. I don't know if it's available, it's available in the United States. Yeah. Um, High-tech high stuff. Mm. And that's just something you have to just wear for a couple minutes a day. Yeah. And it will stimulate your collagen. So I think, so if you see crow's feet, right, keep it simple. A dedicated eye cream, because you need what's called a special delivery system mm -hmm. for the thin, delicate skin around the eyes. You can't just use your eye cream there. Yeah. You could, but it's it's not optimal, mm -hmm. right? You could, to, get, to get the best results, you want an eye cream. Um, I love vitamin C for younger people, and I love retinol. Um, and you got to wear sunscreen. So if you, for example, like with serum, right, you apply mm -hmm. your serum before your um, eye cream or like face cream, for example, right? Like, can you apply the serum under your eyes as well before you apply your eye cream or would you not recommend that? That's exactly how you do it. Okay. Layering is what you're describing mm -hmm. is something that 
I think that your listeners should understand yes. is the is the first step in anti-aging use of, of products at home. Right. So serums, by definition, have the anti-aging benefits. They're mm. not just moisturizers. Those should be put on first, mm. right? You always put on the thinner product first, right? And then your thicker one. So your thick moisturizer, if that's what you're referring to, that goes on after your serum. Okay. And the uh, like serum goes under the eye before the eye cream. Basically. That's correct. Good to know. Okay, cool. So what do you think is the biggest cause of aging? How can you tell like where you are prone to aging and how do you, how do you tackle that? Okay. So I think the first thing to do is you, you should be able to tell if your skin is thinning out. Mm. Right. And so actually I just did a video on my website Mm -hmm. and what I had did was I showed people how to tell if your skin is thinning. Interesting. Yeah, okay. because people do need to know this. Now, for example, if you're concerned about whether you're, you're developing lines in your forehead, mm. right, what you simply do is you raise your brow and you'll see you have lines develop when you do that. Yeah. Okay? If after you bring your brow back down to a normal position, mm. if the lines are still there for a few seconds afterwards, your skin is actually thinning out. Interesting. Younger people, when they raise their brow and, then they, and they come back down to a normal position... They don't see lines there. I'm going to check this. Yeah. Is, is it happening? Let me say, bring your brow up. Stay there. Stay. Now bring it down. You're pretty good. Okay. You know, you can actually <laughs> you knock on wood. Yeah. But you can actually, if, or if you have lines that are aggravated by raising your brow, your skin is thinning out. Got you it. got to treat that. It's, it's, it's the prediction of future aging. Smiling big. If you just, if you, you can develop lines around your eyes just by, by smiling huge. Right. Yeah. And when you start to see lines form there, it's the same rule of thumb. If you get those crow's feet to mm. show up, when you smile, you look in the mirror, and then you smile, hold it for five seconds, release. If those lines around your eyes that were formed by smiling persist for five seconds after you smile, your skin's thinning out. So, And you can actually pinch the skin around the cheeks, and you can actually start to feel the skin starts to thin out. You can actually start to feel it in your neck first. Okay. And so if you start to feel differences between the thickness of your skin and certain parts of your face, right. skin is thinning. So that's, that is the rule of thumb okay. that I like to, um, to teach. That's so smart. Yeah. And this helps people predict that their skin is aging and allows them to focus on where, they, where they're getting their lines. Where, and if, and it's, if they, that little test allows you to predict well in advance of you're actually seeing it which is exactly the time to start your alpha-beta peel or your vitamin C serum or retinol and solutions. Certainly hyaluronic acid, right? I mean, a product called Moisture Cushion that's an oil-free plumper. Amazing. It's a brand-new concept for around the eyes. Right. And I also created something for the lips because the lips, you actually start to see these lines on the lip. And I feel like it's so neglected. Like, we're always neglecting our lips. Yeah. It's also something that I think um, my research has, oh, I've been doing this for a, a long time, looking for the magic bullet there. And I just actually created a lip product mm. that is a, a revolutionary new idea, which is, and, and the basis of it is, is that the lip is skin that is actually in between normal facial skin and the, and the, the, the skin inside your mouth, right? Wow. Think okay. about it. It's the, it's the border between outside and inside, right? Right. So it has different properties. So to really hydrate the skin, you have to think of that skin as being different than regular skin. So, mm. the, so my, my, my new lip product in the blue tube 
um, is one that contains ingredients that, that are used by areas not just on the outside, external skin, but also internal skin. Amazing. Yeah, and it makes a big difference right away, actually. That is so interesting. So while we're on the topic of aging, I wanted to get into Botox. Mm -hmm. So what is baby Botox, and when should someone think about starting Botox? Okay. So baby Botox is just the same thing as Botox, but less of it. Okay. Right? And when when you get Botox injected, there's two things that that, that they have to think about when you're the injector, like me, right? Mm -hmm. How much is actually, how many units are mm-hmm. in that syringe and how many shots that person's going to get, right. okay? So baby Botox for a younger person like you, for mm-hmm. example, is when they're starting to, when they, if they have lines across their forehead um, or in between their eyes, the 11s, or around the crow's feet, and they don't want it to get worse, well, Botox, at that point, baby Botox is smart because all you want to do is Reduce the movement, the wear and tear by raising your brows, scowling, smiling, all those things, grimacing, all those things that that deepen the lines because of vigorous facial movement. Right. Baby Botox can help prevent that wear and tear. You can stop that from getting worse, okay? Then there are people who actually see the lines like we just did that little test, right? You raise your brow, you see more lines, you know it's coming. It's something that you can consider getting. And, but... What I love is the, the word baby. Mm-hmm. Baby Botox, I think, is acceptable because you also want to look natural. You don't want to look yeah. stiff. You don't want you don't to look, want to look anatom- over-injected. I 100%. feel like that's everyone's fear. Yeah. But it's 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 actually something that as long as you talk to the person who's injecting you, yeah. express that, um, that concern, you don't put in – you just don't get so many shots and you don't make it too concentrated because you can – that's how baby Botox is administered. Those are the two things – that one can get. And the results are beautiful and they're preventative. Good to know. So going back to the under eye area, if someone has darkness under right. the eye, would you recommend filler or like what, what is the right way to go about tackling it? Okay. So we're doing this, this, this conversation of Dermatology 101 now continues. Yeah. Okay? Because in <laughs> fact, there are two different types of under eye circles. Okay. Okay. And here's what you need to know. If you have under eye circles, what I want people to do is lift the skin, in, look at the mirror, lift the skin up, and then when they lift the skin up, look to see if the under eye circle, if the skin itself, that, that brownish color, goes away or doesn't go away. The reason that's important is because if you actually have pigmentation as the cause of your, of your, of your under eye circles, even if you lift it, it will not go away. But instead, there are people who have under eye circles because the skin is thin and shows the veins underneath. It's not pigmentation at all in those cases. So when you lift the skin up, all of a sudden, like magic, the under eye circle goes away. So you have to understand there's two reasons for under eye circles. Mm-hmm. Pigmentation or your skin under the eye is thinning out and you're actually seeing the, the veins under the skin, which are dark blue in color, yeah, and it makes the skin look dark, right? So if you do that little test, right, and you see that, hey, it's because I have, like, pigmentation, I have some melasma, I have sunspots, my skin is actually brown in color, uh-huh. those people need under-eye products with, that help bleach out the discoloration. So, for example, what would you recommend? Retinol mm-hmm. is one of the greatest ingredients for that, okay? And... You could also use maybe vitamin C, okay. right? 
if you have thinning skin, mm-hmm. well, why is it thinning? Because you've lost collagen. collagen. Back to that. Bingo. Yeah. So now what you want to do is, and you can't eat the collagen, what you need to do is you need to use the <laughs> ingredients that contain those, those particular um, products that have ingredients yeah. that stimulate this, your own skin's collagen to thicken it up so it's not so transparent uh-huh. that makes the veins less visible underneath. So here, things you can do are you can use vitamin C again mm-hmm. or hyaluronic acid, right? Because hyaluronic acid actually is going to increase the water content and works like a filler, right? Fillers, right, injectable fillers, like name it, Restylane, Juvederm, mm. All of those fillers that you inject are the same thing, hyaluronic acid. So you can take hyaluronic acid in a cream, mm. which is what I do, mix it with other ingredients to make it work even better, which is what's unique about that, that eye product, right. and use it to, to plump up the skin and make those dark circles look better. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. That's, how you understand, that's how you have to understand dark circles. Oh my gosh, I'm going to go administer this test at home. Yeah, <laughs> see, see. it works. Oh my gosh, that's really interesting. Okay, um, so before we wrap, I have one last question, and that is if you could recommend one easy tip that our listeners could do at home to help their skin, what would you recommend? Peel. Peel? It's that simple. It's honestly a hero. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell mm-hmm. you. It, it is a hero. It's a hero because, look, you see, there's a difference between a cream, and a treatment, mm. right? Peels are, in fact, an at-home treatment, mm-hmm. right? You put on a cream, not to, not to take anything away from those phenomenal creams and mm. ingredients, right? Mm. For example, vitamin C creams or serums, right? But the peels, the alphabet peel is actually two steps. And when you do more than one step, it becomes a treatment. So the step one pad are the acids, right? Mm. You put that on, you work it in, and then you wait two minutes. Now, why do you wait two minutes? Because during those two minutes, those ingredients are penetrating, those ingredients are working on your skin, those ingredients are getting into the pores, and those impure ingredients are exfoliating. After that, like in, in a doctor's office, you put on a second step, mm. right? That second step now has is now working on skin that's been changed by the first step, mm. right? That's the definition of a treatment. So, the, and that not only helps the exfoliation, but now it's the perfect time that the alphabet peel, that second step is loaded with like 15 different anti-aging ingredients that now penetrate the skin even better. And it works because the skin is exfoliated from the first step to allow all those ingredients to get in deeper. Okay. So you, and then you get the benefits of, of all those things. Nothing turns the skin around faster. Nothing works on so many different issues better than an alpha beta peel. Would you recommend using the peel under your eyes as well or stay away from that? Where you feel the bone yeah. is how far you can put the pad. So you don't want to put it in the eye socket where you can actually feel like there's no bone. Yeah. But if you just follow the bone uh-huh. around the, 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 the eye socket, yeah. right? Fair game. Use the peel. And first step and second step. And even bring that down to your neck. Bring it down to your decollete. Use it on the backs of your hands. There's so much fluid on those products that you get to use them in more than just your face. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Upper agree. Lip. Yeah, yeah, it's it's such a such a good product. And also, while we're on this mm-hmm. subject, since you said to wait two minutes, like obviously for your appeal, do you recommend waiting two minutes before, like maybe using like two serums or like before applying your cream after your serum? I think two minutes is plenty of time. Mm-hmm. If you if you have that kind of time, two minutes is a safe number. Yeah. But you know what? You just once you start to see no longer on the surface, mm. you can go probably 30 seconds is okay. 
a minute's better, two minutes even better. Amazing. But no more than two minutes. Okay, good to know. Okay, cool. So, Dr. Dennis, before we wrap, tell everyone where they can find you. Where am I? I'm here on, in Manhattan, New York yeah. City, 71st and 5th Avenue um, in New York City, across from Central Park, where the weather is beautiful. And <laughs> winter is even a beautiful thing here. Um, social so media, come, social website, media, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, and so it's Dennis Gross, MD, yeah. my handle. I'll leave it in the show um, notes. Yep, and Dr. Dennis Gross uh, is my, uh, dot, dot com is my website. Amazing. Thank you so much, Dr. Sure. Dennis.